Hey, it's Lula Mendesin, and welcome to this Neyman podcast. Yeah, we're back at it again, and I'm really excited because I think now I'll have um, a lot of consistency. There were a couple of things that were stopping me to become the beast that I'm meant to be. You get what I mean? <laughs> so, but anyways, you know me, like I, I like to get into topics, you know, straight up. I don't like to beat around the bush, but we got to talk about the slap, <laughs> you know, the, the the Chris Rock, Will Smith slap. Yeah, because like when I saw that, I thought it was a meme. I thought it was unbelievable. I had to go watch some uh, video, videos out of YouTube because uh, I think it happened like two hours before I woke up because uh, in the United States, uh, when it's like 5 a.m. in the morning, it's like 10 p.m up there it's like nine nine o'clock or 10 p.m something like that so most of the events when they happen you know they happen at night you know the oscars and all of that so it happened in the morning and when i was checking off and i was like what the hell is happening did he really slap chris rock like did really like will smith slap chris rock like it was out of this world <laughs> so i was like how the hell did that happen and, you know, like uh, when I checked out the, the news articles and all of that, you know, uh, Chris Rock was making fun of um, Jada Pinkett Smith because she has like alopecia or something. So her hair was like falling off. So he made a joke and like, oh, G.I. Jane, you know, uh, part two, you'll be there. <laughs> you know, Chris Rock, like, I mean, um, Will Smith was laughing at first and uh, he kind of saw Jada Pinkett uh, frowning a bit and he was like, nah, I got to do the right thing. <laughs> You get what I mean? But I think the reason Will Smith did that is because he was like, he didn't want to be a meme again. I mean, and his wife didn't really approve of the joke. So he was like, I'm not going to hear the end of this. Because, you know, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have like this open relationship and Will Smith was getting clowned about the whole thing, you know, entanglement and all of that. So now, like, the man was pushed over the edge. He was like, if I let this go, my wife will never let go of it. Like, <laughs> so he had to do the right thing. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, what will, uh, you know, white people think of black? Like, <laughs> so just stop. Just stop it, man. Like who, like, who really cares what white people think about us, you know? We, re we really shouldn't be getting into that. If, like, white people think we're barbaric, yeah, whatever, like. I would do the same thing. I would slap a guy for, for talking crap about my wife. But, okay, the setting was, like, a bit awkward. I mean, like, that was the most awkward thing ever. Uh, he could have handled it in other ways. I mean, I, I think that was a bit extreme, but I kind of understand his situation because Will Smith has been uh, been clowned, like, for, for months about all these entanglements and all of that. So when that moment happened, it was like, nah, the internet again, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going down like that. So, but anyways, man, that's the, I think that's the craziest thing that happened um, from the last time I uploaded uh, a podcast episode and now. So, but anyways, yeah, that's that. It's just entertainment news. I think we really needed that because like for the past three months, it's been, you know, dark and gloom, you know um the war in ukraine and all of that so we kind of needed some entertainment you get what i mean so yeah and, and speaking of the war that, that's what i wanted to talk about 
I know I'm long overdue to the topic, but trust me, I do have like a bit of interesting things to say about the war. Um, I know most people just listen to mainstream news, and I have said many times that uh, mainstream sources are not really a good idea. I mean, you need to dig in if you really want information. You need to go to independent sources, especially, you know, a lot of guys... Um, from youtube you know independent guys you know there are many news sources that are independent that don't really uh, you know serve interests of big corporate uh people you know so they kind of really speak the truth uh so i did go on the internet like i know youtube is not really reliable i did some research uh a couple of things i went on the internet research what's really going on because you know, the war that's really happening is really confusing. I'm really confused about the president of uh, Ukraine, uh, Zelensky. I mean, Zelensky was an actor, he was a comedian. So now, I heard about his, uh, uh, you know, presidency in 2019. Like, it, it was a, it was kind of hilarious. How did this comedian actor become, you know, president? I was like, how did that happen? Because, okay, we know Donald Trump is kind of an entertainer, but it's not really... An, actor like he was kind of like a businessman which you could say like a transition from a businessman uh to a politician it's a lot easier or much more understandable or much smoother than you know an actress comedian uh, becoming president i mean that was kind of dodgy and uh okay at that time i really didn't really think much into it because you know like Things happen. Donald Trump president, Zelensky president. No, yeah, whatever, man. So now once I did some research, the TV network that he actually uh, acted his comedy, you know, skit, it's not really a comedy skit. It's like a sitcom. The sitcom was called uh, Seventh of the People. In, in this sitcom, basically what would happen is he would be like uh, an ordinary teacher who decides to run for president. Funny enough, while he was running for president, right, uh, the propaganda that he was pushing was that uh, Ukraine should fall under NATO. You know, they should join NATO and all of that. Uh, they um, they kind of like were more favoritism, had more favoritism to, you know, Western governments and all of that. And while he was, you know, doing all that character, the main person that we need to focus on is a person called uh, Igor Kolomoisky, <laughs> Kolomoisky. Igor Kolomoisky. I think you need to Google him. He's like a Russian billionaire, Russian oligarch, and all of that. But he currently resides in Switzerland, so he's like he has like three passports or something like that. So basically, the show, the premise was all of that. A, a teacher becomes president, uh, wants Ukraine to join NATO and all of that. So, but here's the trick. Uh, the TV network was owned by Kolomoisky. And Kolomoisky, uh, funny enough, ran for president in 2014. And that totally failed. So now he didn't. He needed like a new puppet, like someone who would like run on his behalf. Maybe like his run was like really horrible. <laughs> no one voted for him or anything like that. It was like, no, no I have a new idea. So he, he was president. I mean, he was um, a billionaire. So he, his, you know, visions was limitless. He could literally do anything. So he decided, you know what, let me uh, have this TV show of this guy. This is what he basically did. It's a TV show as this guy uh, on the TV show is running for president. 
and concurrently have that guy run for president in real life. <laughs> like it's it's like a genius plan. And you know what's the worst thing? Even the political party was called servant of the people. I mean, like it, it can't get more gray area-ish than that. So yeah, that's what basically happened. So a comedian, even in real life, is like an ordinary person, obviously, in real life. Um, he, he runs for president. And the same, uh, you know, when you're running for president, you need to have like um, somewhat of a message that you need to push for the people. So his message in the sitcom was the same message uh, he had in real life. The message was simple. Um, Ukraine needs to join NATO. And they need to uh, cut themselves off from Russia. And, oh man, obviously Putin wasn't having none of it. <laughs> I, I bet he had his major plan from back then, you know, to take over Ukraine. So, but who who really knows? You get what I mean? So, but anyways, uh, when the whole war happened, like the invasion of Ukraine, I was a bit shocked. Uh, I shouldn't be shocked. But anyways, that's me. I'm not educated in economics that much so a lot of russians started selling off their assets but okay before the selling of assets let's let's take it back because there was a point uh years back uh there was a news art article out there that was saying uh russia is stockpiling on gold i was like why are they stockpiling on gold because we have the dollar we have oil the you know the oil standard so everything, uh, all the gold is being sold in U.S. dollars. So what the hell are they doing? Because a lot of countries, including China as well, were stockpiling on, uh, you know, minerals, things that we used to use during the gold standard to, you know, trade and all of that. Before we used um, the oil standard, uh, you know, in a way, the petrodollar, in a way. So, but anyways, they were stockpiling on all those things. I think... Uh, Putin has been preparing himself for years because he made sure that um, Ukraine, I mean, Russia, it's, you know, it can run smoothly without the dependence of the West, you know, the Europe European countries and also the USA of its US itself. Because remember, they have uh, a lot of gas, they have a lot of oil, they have gold reserves, they have, you know, things that people would basically need. Because if you think about it, the companies that actually left Russia are uh, your, you know, Apple, your designer clothes, uh, Louis Vuitton, uh, you know, things that people can really live without. You know, they didn't really, uh, the agricultural part of it is still standing, which is what the people really need. And if they need clothes, man, they can buy clothes from China or India, <laughs> you know, plus, you know, Putin and uh, the president of china that are really you know buddy buddy so he, he got it covered so he was he's been preparing for years and you know what's the worst thing is that the west uh biden uh, the usa they did they fell into his hands like they did exactly what he predicted they would do you know sanctions embargoes and you know typical things i mean like they should have really sat down or even negotiated with Putin. Oh, okay, Putin, what do you want? You want like uh, <laughs> you want Ukraine? Okay, let's negotiate. Blah blah blah. But obviously, they did not negotiate because they they played a really predictable move, a move that uh, you know they already knew what 
would happen. The whole, whole world knew, as a matter of fact. We all knew that, oh, okay, uh, sanctions. They'll just put sanctions on Russia. The war will end. R Russia will suffer. But now, nah, the war has been happening, and it's been a month. And, you know, uh, someone said that uh, while all of this is happening, everyone is preparing to get off uh, the dollar, to buying gold with using dollars and all of that. It's really setting a dangerous, dangerous precedent. Because now, if most countries see that, oh, wait, Russia is actually doing it. It's actually uh, invading Ukraine and there are no really, uh, like, you know, real uh, consequences. They'll be like, oh, wait a minute. We can actually do this. We can actually, you know, take down the US of A, which is very dangerous. Because when that happens, that's when the real war happens. Because now... Russia, I think, didn't really have a choice. Uh, you know, we all heard about the whole thing that uh, if uh, Ukraine joins NATO, obviously, they'll have missiles or weapons or even a military at the border of uh, Russia. I mean, Ukraine is just there. So they didn't really have a choice. And which is really hypocritical from America. We, we all remember the 19, 1960s, right, with the Cuban Missile Crisis. America was having none of it. Like, they, they wouldn't let up. They would never, ever let um, uh, the Soviet Union have missiles in Cuba. Like, <laughs> it would have been over for America. So, it's the same thing. They can't just let, uh, you know, um, Ukraine to join NATO. Because when that happens, obviously, it would be way easier to invade Russia. So, I, I kind of knew there would always be war. Like, War has been a thing that would happen. It, it was uh, basically inevitable. Think about it. The tensions between China and the US of A, the tensions between Russia and America, I mean, like, it, it was pretty obvious. But I didn't think that uh, Russia would be the one, you know, setting it off. I, th I thought maybe uh, China would uh, invade, um, was that mini country close to them? Uh, uh, Okay, the, the, the name ran away from my brain. But yeah, there's a mini uh, island in uh, China. The, Taiwan, yeah, Taiwan. So Taiwan, basically, I thought China would invade Taiwan. But uh, that hasn't happened. But I think that would happen. Because if that were to happen right now, yeah, just prepare for a full-on war. But don't fear, don't panic or anything like that. Because... Now, it kind of gives you an idea of what's happening. War is coming. Guys. Like, it's pretty obvious. One way or the other, war is coming. So you need to prepare yourself. Because now we might feel bad for the Ukrainians, uh, but there are a lot of Nazis in Ukraine. <laughs> I, I can't ignore that. Sorry. Like, I cannot ignore that. There are a lot of Nazis in Ukraine. And I'm not saying they truly deserve what's happening to them. But um, I've always had this fear, you know, of going to Europe or going to like a predominantly white place. Because if you're the only black person there, if anything happens to you, like, <laughs> I'm not saying that if anything happens to you, that like the white people would, you know, let bad things happen to you. But it's better to be amongst your people, man. Like, if you're like in Russia there and you're experiencing a lot of racism, what are you doing in Russia? <laughs> You know, okay, maybe some people might say, like, okay, my kids need a good education. They need to go out there, get a good education and all of that. I mean, like, there are many 
good universities in Africa, University of Cape Town, University of Joburg, they have the same level of education that you find in Ukraine. And Ukraine is not even wealthy, man. <laughs> I bet South Africa is much wealthier than Ukraine. So what are you doing in Ukraine as a black person? You know, there are many African uh, universities you can go to. Like, if you want education, just go to another black country or something like that i'm not saying we should you know be scared to explore and go to other countries and all of that but dude like it's your timing is totally wrong and it was proven by this situation you know like uh, the ukrainians were chasing out black people they didn't want them to get on the uh you know on the train and all of that so you can know what's really going on you don't have to be a scientist for you to actually discover what's really going on in ukraine you can see it on the news everywhere you get what i mean so now another thing that uh, i want people to get on i think we should start preparing for an all-out war like um, i've been telling a lot of people that I, I, when i build a house a house of my own i'll have an underground bunker like <laughs> i've been joking about this for years i'm like oh man if there's an apocalypse i just want to go into my bunker even even i just want to have some like uh you know, if there's a war about, uh, it's like a chemical war, I should have like gas mask or anything like that. So yeah, basically that's we what we need to do as, pre as people. We need to prepare. Yeah, and I do understand, right? A lot of people are not prepared. They're not really prepared, uh, you know, about what's happening. You're just chilling in your bed and all of that. Because I've been thinking about if I were to buy like... um you know, 20 liters full of gas, you know, petrol and all of that. So that even if anything happens, I have something to negotiate with. If you have some savings in your bank, <laughs> trust me, those savings won't mean anything. When, when like, infl inflation hits, the banks will close down. You know, like, the banks are the first things to go down, the, the, the economy. So rather have like your money physically, if you have like 5,000 bucks, you know, you should take it out of the bank, put it somewhere, even though the money won't be worth much, but it's better than if maybe the bank closes and you can't even take out even a single dollar, even one rand, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> so you need to prepare for that. You need to, you know, prepare physically. If you, you know, you jog every, every morning, you should do that. Wake up every morning, go jogging. Make sure you have bags packed and all of that so that if anything happens, you are ready to go. You have your car on full tank. Just be prepared because a lot of people right now are like, oh, it's European war. Dude, like every war that has happened has happened in Europe. Like every serious war in the 20th century has happened in Europe. So like <laughs> get over yourself. So yeah. Basically, that's it. Like, I didn't want to speak a lot about this because a lot of people have already dipped into it. I bet a lot of things that I said, uh, public knowledge, a lot of people have already uh, knew about it. But as I said, if you want the real news, alternative news sources, that's the best way. Because mainstream, I bet you didn't even know about Kolo, Kolomoinsky. I, I bet you didn't even know he actually sponsored uh, Zelensky, is actually sponsoring him right now, and is probably serving the interests of uh, Kolomoinsky. So, like, uh, really, is not really on the presidential seat. But anyways, yeah, that will be the episode for today. I know it's long overdue, but I hope you really got something from this. Yeah. This name and podcast for now, Shep Shep.